In Hilchas Kiddush HaChadish Parakit Aleph, the Ramam starts discussing the calculations that are used to figure out if the moon was seen on that night or not. There are many steps to this calculation, and in this parak, the Rambam uses this to introduce to us to the concepts we need to know for the further prakim. The Rambam begins by saying that since we know how the calendar works today's day and age, a person should still want to know what are the calculations behind it. And the Rambam also explains that there are many machlekasin regarding these calculations, and that the Rambam has spent a lot of time weaving through all the things that are not true, and using information that he has as well as a messiahs from his teachers. The Rambam also says that one should not consider this as a lighthearted matter, but that rather this is a very deep concept, and it's called the Sayyid Ha'ibar. And not every person would know this, but rather only special people would know this in the times of the Beis HaMikdash. Additionally, the Rambam says that he's written the calculations in such a way to make it as easy as possible to understand, and so therefore, sometimes if it seems like a certain calculation is missing or shallow, it's not because it's meant to be, but rather because we're compensating for it in a different way. Additionally, the Ramam explains that these calculations do not represent how all the stars and heavenly bodies move, but rather they're only the calculations that are needed in order to be able to determine when Rosh Chedesh is, if someone is in Eretz Yisrael. So it may not even work if someone is in a different location on earth. The Rambam also says that it's not so complicated to learn, and that even children in school can learn this in three or four days, these calculations. The Rambam now begins to explain the core concepts and foundational things to know for the calculations and says that the first thing we have to know is that the heavenly sphere, the sky, is essentially circular and is divided into 360 parts. And these 360 parts are called degrees. So there's 360 degrees. And this 360 degrees are divided into 12 categories or 12 zones. And each of these zones has a constellation. There are 12 constellations, and in Lush and Kaddish we call them mazalites, and each mazal takes up 30 degrees, and 12 of those make up 360. Understandably, these 360 degrees are so large, each of these degrees, that they need to be broken down into smaller units as well. And so... Every degree is made up of 60 parts called minutes. There are 60 minutes in each degree, and every minute has 60 seconds, what they're called. And in Lush and Kaddish, we call them milas are degrees, and chalakim are minutes, and shniyais are seconds. So in other words, the smallest unit of measure that we consider in this big circle of the universe is this thing called seconds. 60 of those make a minute, and 60 of those make a degree, and 360 of those degrees make up the entire circle. Based on this, the Ramam explains, because we know that there are 12 zones, if someone tells you that a certain star is in 70 degrees and 30 minutes and 40 seconds, we know that this star is located in the mazel of Tu'umim. And that's because it's in the zone between 60 and 90. Now, here's a list of the zones in order of the different constellations. There's Tala, Shar, Tu'umim, Sartan, Aryeh, Besulam, Aznaim, Akrav, Keshas, Gedid, Deliyan, Dagim. If you look at the English translation of the Rambam of Halacha Tess, you can see what this list is in English. The Rambam continues and explains that some of the basic mathematics for this is that when we want to do addition, we first add up all the seconds, and then we add up all the minutes, and then we add up all the degrees. Then whenever we pass the number 360, we just start again at zero. So similar to like a clock where there's 12 hours, and when we have uh, 13 hours, we don't say it's 13 hours, rather we say it's 1 o'clock because we completed the cycle and start again. Additionally, whenever we want to subtract when it comes to these calculations, we add 360 degrees, so this way when we subtract, we can get an accurate number of where in the circle we are.
So as an example, let's say we wanted to subtract 200 degrees from 100 degrees. Then we would first add 360 to that 100, so it would become 460 degrees. And then by taking off 200, we end up with the right number, which is 260. For a much more detailed example, see Halakha Yidbeis. The Ramam continues and says that the sun and the moon and the remainder of the seven stars each move at a uniform pace. They go at the same amount every single day, but they do not go at the same speed as the actual counts, the 12 constellations. And because of that, there will be an offset many times of where they are. This uniform speed that the sun or the moon or one of the seven stars travel is called emtahamahalach, the mean uh, motion. While the progress of the other constellations in the sphere, heavenly sphere, is where it goes sometimes slower and sometimes quicker, is called the Mahalachamiti, the true position. And this is what determines really the true position of the sun or the moon. The Ramam says that all the calculations will be based on previous calculations of where the moon is at. And in order to make things simple, he made a root calculation like a core day that we start from. And this core day is a Thursday night, which is the third day of Nisan of the year. 4,938. The Ramam concludes by saying which position on earth exactly these calculations will be accurate. It's an Eretz Yisrael, but he says exactly which degrees.